week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jake. How are you, Dad? Hot. Hot, hot, hot. Yeah, we can't wear shorts at work, which kind of sucks. That's like I mean, the I one, can't either. That's like the one office rule that we have is like mm. no shorts. Like people will wear, people in my office, I swear, wear the exact same, will wear super baggy, unprofessional t-shirts. Oh, okay. Like this is one guy who wears the same like faded black hoodie every single day. Hoodie? Mm-hmm. And you can wear a hoodie. Just yeah, you can wear anything you want, other than shorts. Just no shorts. That is obnoxious. And technically, yeah, we can wear shorts. Okay. Was what we're told by our union rep, because technically management cannot tell us what we can and cannot wear. Mm. It, but that doesn't seem like a fight that I would particularly want to get in. I to. would definitely fight that with, fight with my man with my management. Like that's that's not the hill I'm going to die on. But you're not trying to wear like basketball raggy shorts or like cargo shorts. I'm sure you're probably trying to wear just a nice pair of like dress shorts. I mean, I definitely want to wear some like Fred Durst denim, like jorts. Yes, yeah, like okay. all the way down to your ankles. <laughs> listening to some like. Uh, Sugar Ray. Okay. Well, you might get some pushback on that. <laughs> but if you're going for like a golf look, I think that's okay. Yeah, they they just said no. Management said no shorts. Interesting. I was working, when I was working at the trucking company, they were like, hey, no more shorts. Because I was wearing like dress shorts every day. Mm-hmm. And I like shorts. Mm-hmm. And then like, hey, no more shorts. And I was like whatever fine then it was summer it was a hundred and something degrees outside and the ac broke and Mm. i'm in there wearing pants Mm. guess who never wore pants again you oh yeah nice and nobody said anything (laughs) it's like you're gonna tell me to come in here and risk my life Mm -hmm. because that's what it is right shorts are just so much more comfortable they're so comfy and you know what makes me want to do my job better being comfy being comfy yeah I don't know about that. Being comfy at home makes makes me not want to do my oh, job. Oh, that's way worse. You should wear like a three-piece suit when you're at home <laughs> trying to work. That way you're just like, I got to get through this so I can get this suit off. Yeah, man. I don't know. I have a, I, it's, hard, it's hard to stay motivated working at home. I do it. I yeah. do it. But yeah, it's yeah. hard to stay motivated. I don't like working from home. It's hard. Yeah, I don't like it. It's not, it's not for me, dog. That's, that's a no for me, dog. Um, if I need to, like if... I got hurt at work and they were like, hey, you have the ability to work at home. Yeah. Or not at work, but just hurt in general. That mm-hmm. would that would be nice. But otherwise, no, I don't prefer it. Mm. But pff, whatever, dude. What's going on? Are you going to have a baby or what? I mean, that's that's the thought. But at this point, we don't even know. Yeah. Just, you said last night he's just chilling. Yeah. He's, he's chilling like a villain, dude. He's been floating around. Okay. All been, right. He's been kicking the shit out of Kylie, but um, <sighs> he's... Like drop as like low as he can go. Like oh, it's whoa, just like oh, he's coming, dude. Yeah, but Kylie had a her last doctor's appointment on th- last Thursday. Yeah, and wasn't any. She wasn't at all dilated. Yeah, so okay. It's just um, dude, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen fast. Are you gonna cry? I don't. I don't know. I'm not much. I'm not really Your a cry. First face reaction. I wish everybody could have seen that. Seen that because you went fuck. I might cry. You had that look, and then you said, well, I don't know. I'm not much of a crier. Your first, like, nah. for a millisecond, I saw you thought, 
Maybe, but then you said no. Nah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. No, cry. no, dude, that's life, bro. You made that. I did make that. That's pretty impressive. You did all the work. Did did it all <laughs> for all like thirty seconds, and then. Do you have? <laughs> okay, you're giving yourself a little more credit there. <laughs> uh, no, but don't you? Know, what are your feels for about it? Like it's it's here now. My feels? Yeah, like how I don't do you know, think man. It about... doesn't it doesn't feel real right now. I know. That's why I want to ask. Like, what do you think you're gonna feel or think? Dude, I don't. I can't even. You haven't I even can't tried. Even... Of course no. you haven't. Have you done any research or reading? Nope. None. Nope. I'm just gonna like. You're fucking winging it. Just gonna wing it. You're an insane I f- person. I feel like it's kind of yeah. one of those things that like. I have absolutely no idea what to expect. Okay. I can. They have a book called Ex- What to Expect When You're Expecting. You know that, right? I'm, I'm aware. Okay. So you could have an idea what to expect. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think you... It's like war. Oh, you, shit. Okay. You can like read about it all you want, but until yes. you've actually had live bullets whizzing yeah. past your head, mm-hmm. you can play all the Call of Duty you want. You can read all the books you want. Yeah. Um, until you've actually you're actually in it, you don't yeah. know how you're going to react. And each situation is its own thing. Like each okay. child is its own. For it's sure. going to be its own thing. So I don't want to get like I don't want to read a bunch of shit and then be like, oh, this is what I read, so I have to do it. So I want to. This is what I'm going to do. Have to. But are you the type of person where you're like you'd have to because you read it? Probably. I'm a, you know me. I'm a very like yeah. Li- I'm a very literal person. Yeah. So for me, okay, I, I don't want to lock. That. I don't want to lock myself into like. This is this is the ideology that I want to do. This is like and like and people do that. Do people definitely do do that? And I think we both know people who have done that. Mm-hmm. And it's always interesting because I've seen multiple times people lock into an ideology or a parenting plan mm-hmm. for the first one. Yeah. And then the second one comes along and they're like, "Fuck that, dude." Yeah. We're not doing that. I can't do that. It's mm-hmm. too chaotic. Yeah. And then it just it shapes the individuals very differently. Yeah. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Like not the parents, the children. For sure. Um, this is we have very different stories as far as like our paths to parenthood. But one thing that a caseworker told me that I think is that I thought really resonated with me um, was that you know because we we were required to do all this fucking training mm-hmm. and we were required to take all these courses, which is a good thing, right? We're yeah. not we're not developing from scratch. We're kind of adjusting. Sure. Um, and we've never we had never been parents at the time. So um, one thing that they had, the caseworker had said was like, so you've done the courses, you've done the reading, we've did we've done extra reading, right? So it's like you've been told how to swim, mm-hmm. but not understanding what it's like to be in water. Mm. And I was like whatever that means nerd yeah and then i live it and i'm like that's exactly what it is Mm -hmm. but then there are these moments where and this is the thing that i think maybe you could consider um i'm trying to get away from telling people what to do not Mm -hmm. that i do it right but i i I notice some things that just the way that people speak sometimes to other people and i'm just trying not to be a certain way Mm. so like well, I went and visited my buddy Jeff this weekend, and we can talk about that in a minute. But we were talking about like career paths and what he needs to do to get further and all these things. And, and I said, you know what you should do? And then I go, no, wait, sorry, scratch that. 
one idea that I had was, mm-hmm. and then, you know what? Because I don't want to be that yeah, person. Yeah, that's such a better way to frame it. Right? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that friend. What you should do. And sometimes I know I definitely can be. But Yeah, but the thing is, like, we all have, we have all been on the giving and receiving end of the word should by other people. Yeah. And I feel like it comes across as, I feel like it can come across or be interpreted as, like you're telling them like this is what this is what they have to do or okay. like um should comes across as like that's that's like a judgmental word it's a normative word yeah. right like it's should be this is the way it should be right um almost like the next extension would be this is the way it has to be done yeah in order for you to be a successful yes. so people don't really like being told that yeah um, especially in the parenting capacity. Yeah, but I think it's but <laughs> but I also think to give to give you some like not be too hard on yourself For is sure. I think that all of us tend to use the word should automatically right without really intending it to come across I think the way that it's perceived a lot right. of times because I don't think any of us would pers- presume to have that level of narcissism to be like I'm better than you. This yeah. is how you need to do it to get to where I am. Yeah. We're not Jordan Peterson. Yeah. But... Oh, yeah. He definitely is like that. <laughs> he is definitely like that. Good pull on the Peterson, by the way. Um, I watched a, some of his shit last week. I didn't really know who he was. Yeah, so I was I've like, been talking about him for years. I, I'm like, I don't really know who he was. So, yeah. And I know you've mentioned him. Yeah. I was like, I, that's what got me on it. I was like, Jeff has talked about this dude. I don't know anything about him. So I listened to him. Do you hear my dog whining? Oh, yeah. Hold he, on. He wants to get some scratches. <laughs> And one thing that I was thinking about when you were saying that was also the audience, right? Like Jeff knows I'm not trying to tell him what he, I hope he knows that I'm not trying to tell him what to do. And in some instances, in this instance, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not telling you what you need to do, what you should do. Mm-hmm. I'm just making a suggestion, a suggestion. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so in that I was thinking, so I have these moments when I've read on what it's like to swim without knowing what water is. And so then when I finally get into water and I'm like trying to (laughs) tread and float, there are moments in this journey where I'm like, Oh, I remember this thing that I I read. And I think that that could be helpful right here. You know Mm. what I'm saying? Sure. So I don't know. something to consider. Yeah. Or just yellow bro. Yeah. I mean, we should stop using the word should. (laughs) Is that your subtle way telling me to fuck off? No. <laughs> no, because I do it. Because, uh, no, because we all do it. I know, but I just finished my sentence and you just went back to like, <laughs> anyways, so back to why we shouldn't do exactly what you're doing right now. Uh, no, not at all. I didn't, mean it like, awesome. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> but uh, the, um, yeah. So we should stop using should. Yes. You know what you should do is stop using should. <laughs> um okay i like it i mean Uh, i get it i get it so as far as like my parenting plan to have no plan yeah um i mean it might that might everybody who's a parent right now is probably laughing at me thinking like you're such an idiot and if they are fuck off fuck off everybody's got the right way to do things right yeah Oh, everybody's got the right way to do things. Sure. And like even with a 13-year-old, like mine's not neurotypical, right? Mm-hmm. So even your suggestions that you're making are completely like they don't apply so many times to my situation. Mm-hmm. 
or your situation or everybody just does whatever's good for them right mm-hmm. you just hope that you don't fuck it up on the way and yeah. that's kind of and like honestly in these first year who knows i don't know because i didn't have one that young but i would imagine it's just like you know change it put it to sleep and feed it and that's going to be it for a little while, right? Yeah, I'd imagine for at least the first few months. You got yeah. some time before you indoctrinate it with your wacky ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And your viewpoints and your murdering of animals and whatever else you guys got going on. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Like, uh, Wells is going to have a very eclectic um, sphere of influences. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, in terms of like yeah. everybody who are close friends to me. Everybody who are like the very differences in family members mm-hmm. from Kylie's side to my side. Yeah. Um, it's going to be definitely, I mean, I think it's good. I think the more you're, exp- the more different types of people and different ways of thinking you're around, obviously, I think that's better. That's mm-hmm. never, that's never a bad thing. Right. Um, so, um, yeah, it'll be, inter- it'll, it's going to be, it'll be fun to see how he is uh, shaped and molded over over the years so how are you feeling how am i f- oh man i don't i honestly like i'm i'm nervous okay. f- for everything to be for everything to go smoothly for sure i'm worried about kylie like the like the pain that is clearly like coming yeah for oh, her. Yeah. like i wish she didn't have to feel that yeah like that's got me worried um but but you've had some moments even in just like checkups where it didn't go well for you ever since that first one you're good yeah i the um the jolly rancher thing what was in those jolly ranchers dude (laughs) cbd or something (laughs) oh tinctures 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 (laughs) i gotta remember when we would when we would record our own uh ads for say what you mean for uh to the republic for kxrw because they're spawned they've been sponsored by all these different pot companies mm-hmm. and uh yeah we had to like i didn't even know what tinctures were i still don't know what a tincture is really no i learned what a tincture was from my clark uh college biology teacher okay he was very much like a like a naturopath kind of mm. i think he was a doctor but okay. he was like a naturopath guy and he was like he told us all about tinctures which is really random hmm. but he was smart it was a great class but yeah that's the only reason i know that word Gotcha. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know how to feel about yeah being a dad yet because I just it's not here. Yeah. So I don't you know. Won't know until it's there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't want to like. I don't want to be like. Oh, I need to cry. So then when I get in the moment and if I don't cry for some reason I don't feel bad. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not saying. And I didn't mean to ask that to like pressure you into crying you bitch no no no. i I didn't take it like that okay no it's just like i think i feel like in moments that you you feel like you're supposed to have you're supposed to feel a certain way because you see it in movies or you hear it like the social expectation is is that you're supposed to you're supposed to cry or react or react a certain way and like i feel like one i'm kind of glad that it's gonna be completely closed off to everybody is it just you two it's just us okay. two which cool. is really nice good COVID, idea COVID, well no like the oh, COVID yeah. rules oh yeah oh sorry everyone COVID. i know that's <laughs> i know i that's been such that's been a godsend because oh, yeah everybody you know everybody would want to be there right. so it's just nice to instead of having to like pick and or like having to like 
pick just a few. Yeah. They're just like none. None. Nobody. Yeah. That's cool. And COVID's on the rise, so that's cool too. Although although yeah. I'm not gonna name names. Okay. Um one person we found out called the hospital. Oh, here it goes. Here and, it starts. And asked oh, yeah. what what the rules are. Wait, had you already explained the rules to this person? Yes. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and then and then they misunderstood the rules. Okay. And we're like, yeah, so you told us that no one can be in there, but they were, but we were we were told that one person could be in there, and we're like, yeah, one person, yeah, Jake, yeah, <laughs> like that's the one person. Oh, buddy, and uh, here it goes. And they're like, well, that's just not what we were told. So then they like kind of insinuating that we were lying to them, oh, which is just kind of a a weird. A weird dynamic. Mm-hmm. We've had some very weird. It's gonna get it's, weird. Uh, it. I don't know how much of the family listens, yeah. so I got to be careful. For sure, but for sure. it's um, there's it's definitely been eye opening in yeah. a way. With oh, some yeah. people, you're just kind of like, really, like that's that's uh, yeah. that's how we're handling this. So mm-hmm. we'll see. It's always those big life events, whether it's a wedding and someone acting crazy at a wedding, or having children mm-hmm. and somebody overstepping boundaries or 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 lines just like taking it upon themselves to do certain things where you're like whoa 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 but yeah dude okay i'm sorry i don't apologize you've had to deal with it i know a punch too know. so <laughs> you've had to, you've had to deal with it like you've had to deal with more of it than yeah. anybody should have ever had to deal with for it, sure but. for sure so yeah uh yeah okay all right well i'm excited um and i will take a very passive role in anything that you might need until you ask I appreciate so i'll that. note that i'm not gonna say shit i'm not gonna do shit unless you ask for it or need it appreciate that okay just because so, i know that sometimes but you have to ask okay you have to ask and if it not just me but if there are times where you're like both of you are losing your shit this woman can't get enough of babies. So if you need a break, she will take it in a heartbeat. She'll go by herself <laughs> to be there. All so right. All right. Um, I, we will definitely keep that in mind. And thank you. But All there's right. there are times, and that'll be my advice, is there will be times where you're just like ripping your hair out and just feeling like you're on your own and you're not. Mm-hmm. Because there are going to be those that you don't want to reach out who you know would do it in an instant and you don't want to abuse them. And whatever the case might be, I'm just telling you that if no matter what the situation is, if you're like, we, I don't know who to call, we'll figure it out. I'll For be sure. there however you need me to be. Yeah. And I don't want to sound like we're ungra- like ungrateful when I was just talking about people who were like, I was talking about how people have been acting kind right. of, some people have been acting kind of weird. I'm, it's also in the same time, very like overwhelming the amount of support we have for gotten. sure so even, i just want to even, thank i want to thank everybody who has been there done stuff for us already mm-hmm. um who when they say they'll be there for us actually mean it yes and like i know who those people are right. so i really appreciate those people a lot um and i know like in that that's i'm not trying to sound like i'm leaving you out of that of course no, i know no, no, like, no. i mean you should already hear what jen's planning for <laughs> you guys so i mean and, and and that's just also say the action of like calling the hospital that does not that specific action does not come out of a place of um 
malintent, mm-hmm. right? It, yeah. It's because they care. Yeah, no, it's and, because and, they want to be involved and they want to whatever, whoever, however the relationship is. That action is from a place of love, regardless of how bizarre it might seem. Definitely. <laughs> um, okay, so what? You didn't have do anything this weekend, did you? Did I do anything this week? No, nobody would game with you and I was gone. Oh, yeah, that was rhetorical. No, I didn't do shit this weekend. I did. I went up to Snohomish, Washington. I hate that drive, by the way. That is a sneaky long drive. Dude. I've been to Snohomish once. Once you get off I-5 and go east, Mm -hmm. it's like, holy shit, how much longer? Um, My friend Jeff lives up there, and him and his wife and his daughter, they bought a house like last year or something like that. And I never see Jeff. I see Jeff like once a year on the man trip. And Jen was like, we should just go up there and, and hang out with them. And so I was like, okay. So I was like, hey, can we come over? And he's like, sure. So we went over and spent the weekend there. Friday night and Saturday night. Came home Sunday. Um, went antiquing, which is always fun. That's why I wanted to go there. Uh, I mean, they lived there, right? But I thought Jen would enjoy like going to the antique stores. And is just... Snohomish known for its antique stores? I mean, stores? they got a lot. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. Like, their main street is just like super old-timey. And like there's this one bar that's on the main strip. And Jeff's like, you know, that used to be a brothel. And his daughter's like, what's a brothel? And he goes, a whorehouse. <laughs> was like that's exactly what i did jake i was like not in my head like okay yeah i mean yeah and she was like okay and then jeff's wife comes out and i go hey uh charlie learned what a brothel was today and then she goes yeah whorehouse is what jeff's wife said and i was like you guys are amazing hey at least we're on the same page (laughs) they're on the same page um so then dude i actually found this there was like this i was like where do you guys want to go for lunch and we found this dive bar but during the day it's all ages uh it was a um a pot pie dive bar Hmm. so they had like bars like drinks and everything at the Mm -hmm. bar and then their foods were pot pies so they had like beet pot pot, beef pot pie chicken pot pie like a chicken curry pot pie a chicken enchilada pot pie they had a shepherd's pie Mm. it's freaking good dude it was good all of those sound great yeah it was good it was good. So then we had that. and then uh, we Except had... for the chicken curry. I don't know about that one. I don't either, but I think I might like it. I would try it. I don't know if I'm going to spend the money to buy a whole one. So how much are you talking? Like how big are the pies and what are we talking about? It's a price slice wise? of pie. It's a slice of and pie. And a salad for 12 bucks. Well, it's not too bad. It wasn't too bad. It that's... was good though. And to, with today's food prices, I feel like that's yeah. manageable. Yeah. yeah. So that's what we had for lunch. I thought it was delicious. And then we got like a little Oreo pie that they made there. And mm. that was insane. Mm-hmm. It was super good with the scoop of ice cream. And we, Jen, Cheyenne, and I split that. And uh, yeah, I mean, we just honestly, it was just nice to, we didn't watch anything. We didn't play games. We just sat around and just talked all weekend. That's That's cool. And we were driving home and Jen's like, do you feel like recharged a little bit? And I was like, yeah, like that's what I needed. Cool. It's like, I'm social, right? I want yeah. it. I want it. That's why I do Friday nights with you guys. That's mm-hmm. why during the week you and I'll game because it's that I'm very, I need to be social. For sure. That's why when I'm telling you don't ping things and use your words, I just want to hear your voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was fun though. It, you know, we just, we just hung out and chatted and cool. then, um, uh, we're doing the man trip up at Jeff's house in a month, so mm. it was kind of a nice way to um, scope the, it out. Yeah, get to lay the land. Yeah, and we're gonna go float the river and stuff and hang out. He's got cornhole, so you should go check out 
Um, I've never been there, but I've seen pictures. It looks amazing. There's a, it is, I don't even think you have to go that far, but it's called Wallace Falls. Okay. It's like this massive, like bigger than Multnomah, taller than Multnomah Falls Falls called Wallace Falls. It's, it's in, up there? It's in Snohomish. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, if you guys get a chance, you should go check it out. That Let sounds me know. awesome. Well, I'm going to have to look that up or something here, dude. It's been on my bucket list of hikes. I just haven't gotten up. It's a, it's a, going up that high, going up that far is like, you got to plan. Like that's a multi-day thing. That's not one you can really do there and back in the same day. And like, otherwise you'd be really. I'm looking it up right now. Sorry. It looks no, cool. Good. Is it just one giant fall? One big one. Yeah. Big okay. Waterfall. Very cool. Um, it's super green up there. I, I, I don't know if there's much of a difference between like up there and down here. I mean, you have the, the, it, I don't know. It just feels different. Mm-hmm. There's just the mass, like the massive hillsides and like mountains. And like, I, I always drive up North at night or I'm not paying attention, mm-hmm. but Rainier is freaking insane. Rainier is amazing. It's yeah. insane. I need to get closer to that thing. Mm-hmm. I need to see that thing. That was impressive. Yeah. I've I've wanted to go up to Rainier because there's all these fire lookouts yes. that you can yeah. go and like camp at. It's yeah. kind of like a first come, first serve thing. You can go up there and camp mm-hmm. and um, stay the night in the fire um, in the fire lookouts yeah. and stuff like that. So I I thought about doing it years ago and then I tore my CL and I was like, Well, my knee's gonna be bummed and you have to lug all that stuff mm-hmm. up there. So I was like, I don't know about that and then I don't know. I, I've always thought it would be fun to do, but I've just never done it. But now, you know what? I've got a kid to help carry things, so maybe I'll do it. There you go. <laughs> got your own pack mule. Who has been awesome, by the way? I know that nobody really knows relatively any update that I could ever get, but here I'll tell you, she's been good. She's been good. really awesome. Just making awesome. really good choices and just um, uh, uh, we've, we've kind of been working with outside of like therapy and family therapy of like kind of identifying some goals on things that she, she would like to work on sure. and then writing that out and then bringing that to therapy. So, mm-hmm. which I think like when we're doing these exercises, I'm like, dude, sometimes you can be like 45 years old and sometimes you're like six. Mm-hmm. It's, it's insane. But I've been proud of how well she's been doing and even up going up North and stuff like Jeff's daughter's the same age as her at two. Those two were just, raging really? raging just having a good time and it was kind of nice to to have her kind of elevate a little bit right because mm-hmm. a lot of her friends are much younger than her mm. so it was nice to see her kind of step upwards towards that same behavior and, and attitude still annoying teenagers mm-hmm. but yeah it was it was cool to see um before we get to anything political i wanted to say i've been watching this fdr documentary Okay. And it's like a three hour, three and a half hour documentary. Okay. Pretty, pretty in depth. So. Is it just about his presidency or his whole life? His whole life. Okay. So I, you know, I've always like, whenever we've talked about like favorite presidents or interests in presidents, I always bring up FDR because of like the social programs and social aspects. We don't talk about the black marks like the Japanese internment camps and shit <laughs> like that. But. We, you know, but we need to talk about like the New Deal and like um, just the way he he addressed like uh, farming issues and like the topsoil being destroyed and all these environmental issues and stuff. I've always appreciated those things. Mm-hmm. 
But watching this was very interesting. It's narrated, I think, by the same author who did the um, Truman biography. Mm. So I don't know if he's just like does everybody, but I, I think the name looked like the author. Okay. Uh, who did the Truman? I didn't look into it, of course. Do you not, know who the name is? McCullough or, or something like that. David, David McCullough? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. That's, Anyways. The same, that's the same guy that did Truman. Yeah. So I just want to say that I don't know enough about anything or anyone. And that bums me out a little bit because this is, and this is all leading to something that I talked to you earlier about this week, but, um, Watching it and getting to see like and learn about who he was as a child, who he was as like an adolescent and like who he was as is like in an adult. And also his wife is kind of amazing. Eleanor. Yes. Yeah. Because when he was like really starting to kick up, first off, nobody liked him ever, ever. Nobody liked him. When he was working for the Navy, he was like the deputy something or other of the Navy. And there was only one person above him. And I guess FDR the entire time he was in that position was undermining his superior. Like he could do the job better. I don't know why he my I don't know why so-and-so is doing this when he should be doing this. I mean, the Roosevelt's are notorious yeah. narcissists. I didn't know that. Yeah. So he's constantly just doing this the whole time. And I don't know if I love it or if I'm like, oh, dude. So he did that the whole time. And looking up to Theodore was his everything. Mm -hmm. He was like, he wanted to take the same path as Theodore. And Theodore worked for the Navy. So that's why he worked for the Navy. And then Theodore was the governor of New York, Mm -hmm. I think. And then so uh, uh, Franklin ran for the governor in New York. So he was like trying to follow that Mm -hmm. same path. Um, But ultimately chose to be a Republican because there was too many... Uh, or sorry, Democrat, because there's too many Republican Roosevelt's. So he thought he was oversaturated, so he would run as a Democrat. Okay, all right. I thought I didn't know. That's what I'm saying. We could just do that. We could just change our letters and just run, dude. Um, Anyway, so he... He's he's schmoozing. He grew up rich as shit. Didn't Mm -hmm. know that. Um, Which I think is an interesting dynamic because of my, my appreciation of his concentration on, like, social issues and um whatnot but he was also kind of forced to address those things i think yeah i mean but he even when he was running for re-election he was running against he was running against guys on the republican party who were very much like would it's just we need more we need less government regulation mm. so it's like there wasn't like the other party was forcing him to do that yeah or it to go that far right to the left yeah insert well i mean to the left in terms of like government control yes he didn't really have to go that far i think a lot of that was just natural disposition so so do we look at the government intervention instituted by fdr as like an overreach or going too far just as it stands or in comparison to hoover who did nothing (laughs) uh i think for the time yeah it was an absolute necessity. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> Logan, come here, in, dude. In, in times of, in probably the two, probably like our two most turbulent times, you would say, would yeah. be the 1930s leading into World War II and then the U.S. Civil War. Yeah. 
And in both of those That's times... That's what the documentary says too, Jake. You're so funny. <laughs> and in both of those times, the president yeah. at the time took on very liberal understanding of the executive's role. Yeah. And really like put a lot on... Basically did a lot of things and was like, I'll either get completely thrown out of office or the voters will like it enough yeah. that they'll vote me back in and I'll use public opinion yeah. essentially as my check. Mm. Uh, Lincoln makes the same argument yeah. a lot with his like Emancipation Proclamation. He's like, this will probably get thrown out in the courts. Mm. But we got to try. But we have to. We have to do. We ha- like, yeah. it's I am the president. These are times that the Constitution does not tell us this is how a president should act during a civil war. Right. The Constitution does not tell a president how he should act when the whole world is going to war and the entire economy is in the dumps and we're going through an entire environmental crisis where like thousands of people are dying because of starvation. Hunger, yeah. Um, and everybody's out of work. Like right. there was, there was, there's no roadmap for that. So yeah. it's like he trusted in himself. He expanded the executive's power, mm-hmm. and eventually, those were as things stabilized, those were reeled back. Right. Um, those natural checks and balances, everything equilibrium kind of found mm-hmm. its figured its way out. So, yeah, I I think it was more born out of necessity, and, yeah. and FDR I think really was he he takes a lot of heat today, especially from today's conservatives mm-hmm. for his expansion of the executive <laughs> branch. Um, but. I think ultimately that, that was out of necessity. I, 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 I would point to those people and say, what other way, like right. in the realities of the time, what other than fast action that can only be done through the executive, mm-hmm. what other way were you going to actually institute policies that were going to yeah. have direct immediate impacts? Yeah. So, I mean, you can, you can argue all you want about it, but at the same time, that's, I'm glad that he did it. Yeah, he had to. Yeah. So I, I don't knock him for that. I do, however, I don't. He was very. Um. He himself. No, you're the one watching it. So yeah, yeah. Correct me if I'm sure. wrong. But what I've read on FDR. Yeah. Is that he was he was such a not only was he like the executive is preeminent over the other branches of government. Mm-hmm. I myself as the sole executive am preeminent. To the point where I don't need to listen. I don't want the the advice of any of any of my advisors. Mm-hmm. He had direct control over pretty much all day to day stuff. Interesting. He consistently threw out his cabinet. He kept his vice presidents just not even at, like further than arms okay. reach, like nine and a half foot pole. I'm at the point where he just is doing his his first inaugural speech. So I haven't really gotten oh, okay. too far into his presidency. Yeah, because the the concern was was when FDR passed and Truman was, who was basically just brought on as a figurehead because <laughs> yeah. they needed Missouri as a swing state. Yeah, they were like Truman has absolutely zero executive experience. He's only been a couple times senator. They're like this guy can't be mm-hmm. president. Yeah. So there was like so there they the Congress passed all of these bills in like forcing the cabinet to have a bigger role in the presidency. Oh, interesting. Um, because they were concerned with Truman's lack of knowledge oh, because of the, wow. because of the, the situation that FDR was put his vice presidents in because he didn't, he didn't care about what his vice presidents oh. had to say. He didn't value his vice presidents mm-hmm. 
or his cabinet. He consistently disbanded his cabinet. Okay. Like you probably, I'm sure you'll, you'll get into yeah. that. But he, his cabinet turnover was worse than Trump's. Like I he mean, was fired everybody. He very much just early on is just like he knows better. But then there was also kind of what you mentioned. He does say like in in the in the comparison to Lincoln as far as like we got to do something. Um, you know, in, in addressing kind of the the depression, he was like. Look, we're going to try everything, and if it doesn't work, we'll learn from it and make adjustments, but we have to try something. Mm -hmm. We can't just go, oh, that's not going to work. There's no way of knowing if it's going to work without doing it, yeah. is essentially what he was said. I'm paraphrasing, obviously, mm -hmm. but um, the polio stuff, I think, is super interesting, too, um, and a lot of the historians in the documentary kind of point to that as like him kind of getting a reality check on what it means to truly suffer and never knowing it growing up rich and always mm -hmm. having what you wanted and then having polio and sure. then just being like, oh shit, like this is miserable. Um, just interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I think that's so often I, I know I'm guilty of this, but I forget. And it's easy. I think to forget sometimes that these, these are human beings who, in the same way that we don't really look at our parents as some one day being our age mm -hmm. and living and making decisions the same ways that we do and making mistakes like we do, you just don't really humanize them the way that I don't know. Sometimes they're sometimes my parents will do things and I'm like, oh, you're just a person too. Like mm -hmm. I, it's a weird thing to think and a weird yeah. thing to say, but in that in this discovery of FDR in this documentary and my research, I'm just like, oh, okay, like I, I see you, dude. You're just a guy like trying to figure the shit out, and that's interesting. Um, in the same way that I kind of had that revelation with Obama reading his book, where it's just like, dude, you're just a dude trying to figure this out and like coming into kind of a mess and trying to figure out how to fix it. I think it's interesting, but it's been super fun, super good. And it's kind of got me interested in two things. One, I want to research more presidents and learn about their lives and um, histories. I think it's super interesting. Even, even Truman, I think would be, would be fun. And next place to go. I've already thought about like after this kind of looking into Truman, um, but just wanting to learn more. But I text you and I said, let's go to Washington, D.C., because there's a lot, there's so much free information and public history accessible. But also, I think that it would be so, just so fun to go to to all these places, these historical sites and museums, mm -hmm. and just experience those things. Yeah, the the most fun I had when when so I was you know I was there last summer is there's there's so much we we take for granted. I we. We, we would have no idea we have no idea because Portland and even Seattle has such little public infrastructure for public transportation public transportation really comparatively to, to DC really yeah okay I mean DC there is a subway that you can get on and it's super cheap and it'll you can jump on it and just it'll zip you around to anywhere in the city super fast um, they have all of these bike rentals. You can mm -hmm. just you just pay with an app and you can write me and Matt every day. We would just we would rent these bikes. Yeah. There's like little drop off stations all like oh, every other block. Cool. And we just rode our bikes. We went and saw the Truman Building, which is the State Department mm -hmm. um, headquarters. And we drove and we rode our bikes all the way to the Capitol Building at like two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It was all over the National Mall. 
we rode our bikes all the way to the national stadium, mm. rode them all the way back to our hotel up in like Tenley town area. So it's, it's really, that is cool. You can rent, um, electric scooters. Hell yeah. Did uh, you which do that? Are, yeah. Those the problem is that they, it's crazy. They have, um, uh, geographic charges. Well, no. So if you end up in a, in like a no ride zone, yeah, they turn off. You can't ride them on the national mall or any. Oh, uh, well that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause they don't want a bunch of people just ditching scooters all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> that and it's like because it gets so crowded people just zooming through yeah, and like yeah, yeah but that's dude technology is insane but like the world war ii memorial the yeah. korean war memorial that's all, everything you're saying is everything i was mm-hmm. looking up yeah dude when you you have to go if for some reason you and i end up not going together and you go without me mm-hmm. which we have to we have to go like I this is not even an option i've already asked people mm-hmm. like my wife and she said go with jake <laughs> So we have to, the, there is one of the coolest things to witness mm-hmm. is going to the Lincoln Memorial at night. That's what you said. Yeah. You can go yeah. to Lincoln Memorial at night and they have the entire Getty. One, they have the entire Gettysburg address, like, uh, in like sculpted, engraved on the, on one of the walls. And on the other wall, um, is his second inaugural address mm-hmm. where he talks about like, what's well, it's basically just kind of his call to, his call to service and his call to like his call to being like, I don't know, a higher power, just being better of oneself mm. and like all, I don't know. It's you, you stood there and read it. Yes. Nerd. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, it, and then you go to Thomas Jeff and then you go to the Jefferson Memorial. It's the same thing. They've got a bunch of his like key speeches and stuff. Mm. And there's a few of them in there that you're like, it make it makes you angry to read them because then you see how the founders' words or the founders' ideas are constantly misused and misappropriated yeah. by certain people to push their own like narratives. Like, oh, the, this is what the founders would have. This is what the founders wanted, and clearly that's what they thought. And it's like, no. When you actually read what Jefferson and what Lincoln and those and those, I mean, Lincoln wasn't a founder, but you right. read like. You read what Jefferson said or Hamilton said. Are they taking said. it out of context? Oh, or like just partially, partial parts partial, of it? Partials. Yeah. Yeah, completely. Because yeah. you're talking about like Jefferson talking about, especially the issue of, um, especially on the issue of of, uh, of slavery and yeah. equality. Like, and you, it's kind of, I mean, it, it is a bit hypocritical because Thomas Jefferson owned slaves till the day he died. Right. But at the same time, like, his I, I don't know like his words definitely made it seem like I, the strict the strict interpretation of the constitution was never really their intention okay mm, that really comes that really okay. come, that really comes through in the writings on equality yeah um interesting so anyway yeah well, I'm down to go. We've been talking about it. We gotta start actually looking at what that looks like because if we don't, it won't happen and I need to go. So anyways, FDR, that's where I'm at. I gotta I just I'm in a place now and I don't know if this is the place to talk about this, but who cares? Because it's my show and you will listen to every goddamn word I have to say. Right? What are we talking about? I don't know. I was thinking about just like uh my future. Your future? My career. Like, I'm in public service right now, but I'm not doing communications. And Mm. I keep saying that 100% if I was doing communications right now, I would would love it. 
I would love it. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. Yeah. So not, not having a whole conversation on this, but that's something I've been thinking about. Um, but we'll see. There's uh, some other things that I have kind of been working towards and we'll see how that pans out. But for sure. Anyways. So did you watch the hearing today? I didn't. I didn't get a chance wow, to. Wow, dude. I was at work all what day, What are you even doing? Work. Uh, I didn't either. I saw it was on, and I, dude, I've had so many trials this week. It's insane. Yeah, and with, it's Tuesday. I, I have to really focus to get all my shit like cleaned up. Oh yeah. So that when I take, so when I take time off, if my claims have to get looked at by somebody else, yeah, because of timing and everything, people know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, so I'm they going can back. Interpret it. Yeah, I'm going back through and like. Because, when are you done? Uh, well, Friday will be my last day for two weeks, and then I go back for two weeks, and then I'm off for a month. Why are you going back for two weeks? Because I can't take my full three month. I can't take my full fem. Like, yeah, I can't take FEMLA or you know family medical yeah, emergency, yeah. whatever it is, until I've been there for a full year. Oh, and that's hilarious! So, like, I come like he's being born of literally um four weeks to the day before of my hire I like date. that that's cool so i have a, like i'm taking i don't want to burn all of my vacation yes. and sick time yes so i'm gonna take the first two weeks go back for two weeks and then i'll take a month okay. i'm gonna take a month off okay dang dude you're gonna need help bro yeah, thankfully my mom's a teacher so oh, yeah. she, she's off in the summers good good yeah. good okay well then what do you want to talk about if you haven't watched the hearings yeah, I mean, sorry, sorry for sorry everybody for like not watching these hearings. But <laughs> did you uh, watch Amber Heard and Johnny Depp hearings? Is there another one? No, I'm oh just God, joking. could you imagine? I mean, I'd watch it. You'd watch I it. I wouldn't watch it. Dude, I got just randomly. I got yeah. flipped off on my way here today. <laughs> okay. And it was like. You ever once in a while, like, you know, I love a solid middle finger, like, you know, like you did, you know, when you, you kind of know if you did something yeah. you're like, okay, yeah, fine. I guess I deserve that. Sure. This one, I can't, I cannot think what I did wrong. Maybe nothing. Well, it was so odd. I was in the left lane coming okay. across the bridge. Okay. Far and left lane. this dude in this like Dodge Ram, like probably like early 2000s Dodge Ram, and he had like it was a diesel because he was his engine was loud as fuck, and <laughs> we were, and as traffic does on that bridge, it can go from going like thirty five to stop, stop, yes, on a dime, and I was rolling, and then I had to stop quickly, yeah, because everybody in the left lane blocked, yep, like just stopped, and then this dude almost rear-ends me, mm-hmm. um, and then we start going again. And as soon as we got like you're going northbound and it, the the bridge kind of comes up and then drops yep. down, everybody kind of starts to like be able to speed up. But I got, I kind of had a lag because I didn't, so I was going a little bit slower. <laughs> okay. I was still going the speed limit, but I wasn't like up to seventy right away. Right. And this dude's barreling down on me, mm-hmm. and I clear the some. There's a semi in the middle lane. I'm in the left lane, and I clear the semi. And as soon as this guy has even like a tiny bit amount to zoom between me and the and i was just like i was i I looked back at him as he was like cut off the semi and got up next to me and then immediately gets into the right lane and i'm like looking at him and he like looks over at me he must have felt me staring at him yeah because then he like slowly like looks over at me and he's just like this 45 year old dude who looks like he probably wears uh fred durst jorts Mm -hmm. and uh he like looks at me and he's like bald gotta go t of course um i see it um, he like 
puts his head out the window and is like staring back at me and I'm like staring at him and then he just slowly like he like he wasn't he didn't know if why I was staring at him and I didn't know why he was staring back at me but his reaction was to just kind of slowly flip me off <laughs> You and should then have I, waved at him. And then I was like, this is so random. But I had to take the exit, the same exit that he did. Yes. Because I needed to get gas at Chevron. Because I was he got off at Mill Plane and I needed to get gas pronto. Because I was I got to the point where my car was no longer telling me how many miles I had oh, left I got till empty. There on Friday. I wasn't getting to That's your gas prices, baby. I wasn't getting to your house on the amount of gas I had. So For sure. I got I went to the first gas station I knew, and that was the Chevron on uh Mill Plane. Yep. And so I was just going to hop back on the freeway from there. And so I ended up like following and he kept like, he kept like stare every time he, I would take the same thing that he did. He would quickly like stare back at me. Oh yeah. And then like, I was kind of playing it up. Like he would, he gassed it really hard to take the left turn on to off the off ramp. Yeah. And I like, I hit it really hard too. And I was like, I don't do How much do I really want to fuck with this guy? <laughs> Jesus. Because what happens if he just throws it in park and then decides like, we're going to, we're going to go right here. You just drive past him and wave. <laughs> That's what I do. I'm sorry I had to take a shit. Yeah. Um, but I honestly, I don't know what. Like, that was so random. That's the worst. When you don't know what you did, you're like, what? All I can think about is that, like, he thought I was driving too slow in the left lane. Yeah. But you're but I wasn't. with traffic. I had just, like, traffic had just cleared enough. And then I was getting back up to speed. It wasn't mm. like I was sitting there chugging along in the left lane forever. But Dude, you always have the wildest driving stories. You're, I think you're the problem here, dude. I... I don't maybe, but Kylie swears I'm a good driver. Yeah, she also doesn't remember how good Choco Tacos are, and they are good. I will say this: <laughs> I feel like you think a Choco Taco should be crunchy, but they're soft. Well, they're never going to be crunchy, dude. Ever. Um. So, oh my God, where's my counterculture? Hey, kids, are you ready for counterculture? <laughs> Well, here's your host, Jake. Yeah, I started this new thing where I started tracking the reasons why people want to get out of jury duty. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm trying to find it. Hold on here. Mm-hmm. All right, so I got it. Um, I, I just have two. And this is the thing that I like. Um, I, I kind of was. I, this started. This stems from a conversation where you and Connor and I were playing Call of Duty, and we were just talking about like the different experiences we've had in public service. And for me, um, it's a different dynamic where I'm asking people to participate in a civic service, mm-hmm. um, politely asking, but also it's we joke that it's a forced volunteerism. So naturally I get all of these reasons why people can't come and participate in jury service. And it's always the same. It's always the same reasons. You would be astonished at how similar, maybe you wouldn't be at how similar all of these reasons are. They're all the same, but everybody thinks that they're the first ones to say it to me. Like some, I've got to the point when you and I were talking about this a little bit where I'll say things that just, I say them so much that um, I'm just basically reciting instructions on how to report to jury service. And one guy said to me the other day, he says, uh, you sounded like a recording when you said that. And it's like, I say it a lot, but um, that's another thing is sometimes like when we're, when we have 
uh, when we have cases or we're busy or it's it's swamped, we'll forward the phone so that we can get handle the jurors in person, and then we'll un un forward the phones and start answering again. And so many times people say like, "Oh, a real person, that's nice," or "Oh, I thought you were gonna be a robot." To which every response is, "Oh, a real person." I say, "How do you know?" And <laughs> And when they say, oh, you're not a robot, again, how do you know? I like to mess with people sometimes naturally, right? But Mm -hmm. it's my only engagement with people. I got to make it fun. I have to make it interesting. But on the flip side, nobody cares about my feelings. Nobody cares about how I feel. No, man. You're just a gray-faced nobody bureaucrat. I am a gray-faced nobody bureaucrat. That's depressing. I have two reasons, two excuses I got recently that it's TMI. One is TMI. One is, well, I guess I deserve that for working for the government. (laughs) I can't be away from the bathroom for very long. Also, have a fistula on my rear end that makes it painful to sit on hard surfaces for long periods of time. I Honestly, that does not surprise me that people would be way over... Like would share so much information, especially about medical stuff, when clearly the instructions are you just need to get a doctor's note. Yeah, essentially, and you'll be excused. Well, and here's here's the worst part. So it, it's uh, there's some things that aren't well known. Mm-hmm. If you are over seventy, this is a public service announcement right here. PSA: If you are over seventy, you can be excused from jury service without question. We don't need any reason. You've lived your life. You've done your time. You've probably served in the past. You you don't have to serve over 70. I will say exactly that to somebody. And they'll say, okay, well, good. Because I got to take a piss like a lot during the day. And it's like, I I just said for no for no reason at all you could be excused i don't i don't need that the old man they have to tell you everything they have to tell you everything everything and just keep it going and i'm like i said anything you're already excused don't worry about it no but sometimes my anus bleeds sir you're excused we'll send you a postcard yeah i that that unfortunately um as nasty and as funny as that is, it's definitely not. It's not shocking, but at least not to me. Yeah, and then it's just like I can't even. I can't get to them quick enough by saying no, 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 no. Before I oh, yeah, hear no. some, you could even tell them I don't need to know that in as dry, deadpan of a voice, and they will continue. They yeah. don't have at that point. They're not having a conversation with you. Yeah, they're talking. And and I I would understand there's an element there where like maybe they don't interact with people a lot, right? So I think that's a lot of it. Yeah, and sometimes they're they are always the most sweet and kind people. Mm-hmm. Like older older people are pretty good. Like just like they call me sweetheart and they're super nice and I always have really good engagements with them. Especially because I'm I'm getting them out of something that they don't want to do, so they don't care. They're just like, wow, you're so nice. It's like, yeah, unless you have some excuse that's not permissible and I make your ass come in here, then I'm not so nice. Uh, so here's the here's the gray face bureaucrat response uh, that I got. Um, fix the roads I pay taxes on. Clean the sidewalks I pay taxes for. Clean the trash and I will attend. F you. Come arrest me. Dare you. 
And so this is a different dynamic, right, than, than maybe what you're used to in your position because I have to get them to come here. Mm-hmm. I have to, like, say, well, no, you you have to come. It's not volunteer. Like, you yeah. have to come. And they're just like, fuck you. And I'm like, all right. All right. Well, you're subject to a misdemeanor, just so you know. Like, it's just it's just funny. It's funny. But that, that it's like you – so – we can't expect anything of you until you deem you deem everything around you to be perfect or up to the standards of what he or she pays in taxes what he his expectations are yes. for the taxes that he pays yes even though any quantifiable metrics you even with the roads not up to standards you receive far more benefit than you do in the monetary oh yeah in in like you receive far more benefit than you'd pay in taxes yes than the monetary especially value as an individual yeah it's the collective mm-hmm. oh god but also nobody sees it that we will pay you to come hang out with me you get paid to be there it's not a lot but how much not- you, how much you get paid you get paid ten dollars a day <laughs> plus mileage <laughs> but look the the my selling point here is you get to hang out with me. Why even pay somebody? Because you know what they did studies where they paid jurors two hundred fifty dollars mm-hmm. a day. Yeah, and the same amount of people showed up. Really? Yeah. So if the study had showed that oh, if we pay more people, they'll come. If that was the result, the the money would be more. Oh, okay. But because nobody came. They're like, well, well, fuck it. We'll just pay him ten dollars. Uh, all right. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Hey, well, well done, government. Yep. Um. Yeah. For there's like, there's a benefit that you get. So like, your spouse passes away. Okay. And you're not entitled. You can sometimes be entitled on their record as like a, as a surviving spouse or whatever. Okay. Yes. But there are some people who, because of like, if the husband has only worked, hasn't worked enough to be eligible for retirement. You know where I learned about all this? Where? In that class. Oh, really? With that teacher. What's his name? With the. He... Oh, Dr. Russell? Yes. He talked about all that stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was a big social, like, well, I mean, he studied sociology, so all of those safety nets and yeah, stuff like that yeah, were a big yeah. thing. Yeah, he told us all about that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, Sorry, I just had that No, memory. you're fine. So, <laughs> but there is like, and it hasn't, this this one-time payment has not been, I don't think been upped since Social Security started. Oh, gosh. And that is like, it's a lump sum payment. Oh, no. So, you it's a $250 okay. lump sum payment uh-huh. for deceased, for like survivors Surviving spouses. One time payment. One time payment. Two hundred fifty bucks. <laughs> what? That's it. That's like, hey, here's like, here, best of luck to you. Your spouse died. Here's two hundred fifty. Here's two hundred fifty bucks. Dang. Why? I don't know. It's just almost like do away with it, or yeah. like actually make it mean. Like yeah. actually have it as a monet, like as like amount of money that could actually help with burial expenses. It was supposed to be help with burial expenses. Oh. Um, but. 250 bucks in today's money is not doing any like not not doing anything right so it's just it's funny to me like but that those kind of things have to be passed through congress like that's not just something that you can just 
the agency the agency can decide it's going to change how much money it's paying that's got to be passed by congress that is interesting Mm -hmm. that is interesting because i think on the court level like the local courts it's all by state Mm -hmm. so we could i think increase that but it would have to be like from the state level which is different right let me ask you something this is a little exposure into something that i do i don't know in your capacity if you ever have the opportunity to do things like this but like do you ever like try to make jokes? Yes. Okay. Please tell me. I mean, make jokes. Yeah. Like when you're engaging with people, do you like, do you work on material? Do you try it? Do you say, okay, that didn't work. Maybe if I phrased it this way, it'll work. Um, I, I, there has <laughs> definitely been. Think about it. Cause yeah. I have one. Okay. Go for it. So, you, you tell so me sometimes yours. we do like jury orientation, right? And we go over all the aspects of jury and like, um, I've heard people make jokes about like the pay. Um, I've heard make people make the the voluntary. Uh, 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 what's it called? Um, not voluntary. Um, what did I say? Mandated voluntarism. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, that is a joke that one of the bailiffs makes, and it gets laughs every time. And I'm like, dang, dude, like that gets laughs every time. I'm like. I got to work on my material here. So I started some, incorporating some jokes uh, when I do orientation sometimes. Okay. Um, nobody laughs at the money. Don't ever joke about the money. That's something I've learned. Don't If you make a joke about the money, it almost never works. Except for my coworker did it today and got laughs. So it's like, you got it's weird because there's no way to know your audience. But sometimes you'll get laughs on jokes like that. And I'm like, I don't get it. Maybe it's just me. But that's what I did one day is I made the joke of everybody coming to see me. (laughs) Like they're only here to I like constructed it as like they're only there really to see me. But they also get to experience jury service Mm. and it crushed. Nice. So that's me. I don't get there without trying certain things and seeing how it flops or or or, you know, it's either fire or flop. Right. Mm hmm. So, I don't know. We're just working on jokes, dude. And then, like, when they call me and they're like, you're a robot. And I'm like, am I? I, w- I would shoot myself if I didn't do shit like this. <laughs> well, yeah, w- whatever gets you through your day. Yeah, I have to. Or, or this is fucked up. I shouldn't admit this on air, but fuck it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> so, this, this is so stupid. Oh, this is so dumb. Okay, so, it used to drive me insane. Because we, we need documentation for excuses, right? If you want to be excused, we have to get a documentation for a variety of different reasons. Reasons, But I always say, if you get that to us, if you get that, email it to us with your ID number mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll process an excusal. The amount of times in that first five months, because I've only been there like six or seven, that I would have to tell them our email address um, and I would have to just repeat it. Over and over and over and over and over and over. I was losing my mind. I was like, I have got to find a way to make this a game or I will lose my mind. Uh, mm-hmm. So here's what I started doing. Okay. <laughs> so I'm on the phone with someone. I'm like, all right. So yeah, if you just get that documentation to us, send it to our email. Um, uh, with your identification number, and then we will get you excuse. And I know, I know they're going to ask me, what's your email address? 
So I'm waiting. And I goes, yeah, just give that to us and you get an excuse. Oh, yeah, okay, so what's your email address? I instantly, without hesitating or waiting for them to even say that they have a pen or don't, just go, S-W-Y-M-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. That's our email address. I'm not saying my actual work email address. But I just immediately dive into it and just thrive on them going, whoa, 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 wait, 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 I don't have the pen, I don't have the pen, can you say that again? And I always cover my phone and giggle every, every time. <laughs> so it's a game for me to just jump into like, S-W-Y-M at P-O-C, and they're like, oh, whoa, 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 and I just, <laughs> like, gotta, or they'll go, they won't say anything, and they're clearly writing it down, and I'm like, damn it. So it's a little game I play. <laughs> this is a little insight into our lives, our daily lives, dude. So what do you do? What do you got for jokes? Because you got to run into the same things. You don't ever make jokes about these things? Um, I mean... You have to lighten it up. You're a representative of the government, dude. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if like real, I mean, nothing on your like nothing on your level. You've got like full on like games. Yeah, dude, you're playing on a different level than I am. It's um. Well, you work for the feds, dude, so I can't imagine that's like space for thrills and giggles, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, most people are. I mean, joking. it's a very it's a different dynamic. It's too. a it's a drone. Like you really kind of got to be a drone, <sighs> but I mean, there's. There's t- like, there's a, all right. So if a kid is on, if a kid is on benefits or yeah. applying for benefits, we have to take what's called a. We don't. Social Security does not rep, does not uh, recognize power of attorney. Oh, interesting. Uh, um, we have our own process in which people can represent uh, or others. others. Wow. For Social Security purposes. And we call that the representative payee system. Okay, and that's it's, pretty cool. It's its own. It takes it has its own application, and there's its own set of rules and stuff like that. Well, yeah. so kids obviously can't handle their own benefits, especially if they're disabled kids. And um, so we have to take a representative payee application with a parent or a guardian who's going to handle the benefits. Um, for social, like handle the benefits and be that person's representative to social security. Okay. So, um, one of the questions is, is that you can't base, you really can't be, um, as you can't be a payee if you're, if you're a felon. Okay. Or yes. you can, but it can't be like, you have to have a your money, rights restored or something. It basically can't, well, it can't be like a money, like a crime, a, like a money, Charge. like a money, like okay. a, something like fraud, stuff like that, yeah. because they don't, they don't want you defrauding social yeah. security, Naturally, right? Naturally, that so, makes sense. Um, one of the questions is: is like, um, are you? Have you ever been convicted of a felony or a crime which created imprisonment for more than a year? Mm-hmm. And then the follow-up question is: Are you a current fugitive from justice? Uh, okay, Jake, this is you got so much room for material. And here. so I'll be, I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be like, um, I go, I go, and I'm like. I go, wouldn't it be like, I would be, I'll basically just, a lot of my stuff is just kind of being candid and yeah. just being not a drone. And I'll, yeah. I'll just say stuff like, like, kind of like just plain speak. I go, could you imagine somebody actually being dumb enough to say, to, yes? To say yes Yeah. to a federal, to a federal agent yeah. <laughs> about being a fugitive from justice? Um, and people kind of giggle. Dude, like, please buy handcuffs. Buy handcuffs? 
<laughs> set him on your desk and like at, right before you answer that question just put him in your hand and play with him <laughs> yeah oh my um, god well, most okay. of our stuff is still over the phone though that's oh the that's true uh but no i mean there's there are so many stupid there's so many stupid questions yeah. especially with ssi it's like there's one it's like um I'll have to ask people it'll, and it just the, literally the question just says uh, under, cause you have to ask all these questions about is somebody receiving uh, income from all of these different agencies yeah. or different places where you can like receive assistance based on need. And one of them, it just says literally black lung. It just says black lung. Just says black lung. What does that mean? Well, you're getting paid if you, for black so lung? I had to <laughs> do some research and essentially the gov- federal government has a program for people who have worked in coal mines up to a certain year, like, when coal nine coal mines weren't really reg like weren't regulated yeah. for safety and people were developing black lung yeah there's there's like an office i think it's like the bureau of mine like the federal bureau of mines okay um dude and you can receive, how many people work there you can receive a <laughs> um you can receive a payout okay for contracting black lung while working in coal mines and people will be like what do you mean black lung because i have to ask the question ask even it. though like i'm talking to someone who's 20 years oh, old oh my god has never worked has never been in a west virginia coal mine yeah. and they'll be like they'll be like what and i'll be like have you were have you ever been to West Virginia and worked on a coal mine? And they're like, no. I'm like, you don't have like you're not getting paid for black lung. <laughs> oh wow, dude, that's fascinating. See, government jobs rule. Maybe I don't want to leave. Who knows? Maybe I'll stay forever. Maybe I'll go work for the feds and ask about black lungs. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you if you work for this if you work for Social Security, you want to work Title Two, not Title Sixteen. What does that mean? Title Two is retirement uh-huh. and stuff like that. What's Title Sixteen? SSI. Oh, right, right. But see, that's what I'm saying. It's a different dynamic. You have people coming to you trying to find a path to getting these benefits where I'm just like, bro, you better be here. Yeah, the difference is is that people are coming to me to get stuff. Yeah. You're going to people to get them to do things. Yeah. So, yeah. So they're trying to get you to do things, and I'm trying to get them to so do things. So generally, people are much more nice until they get denied. Oh, yeah. 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 And then once they're denied, they're not as nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything, everything's peachy until you say, nah, sorry. Well, and most of the time, denials aren't even like, most people don't even get to denials medically because you have to, in order to get SSI, you have to be one, found disabled, mm-hmm. but two, you also have to meet the non medical requirements, which is like essentially no income and no resources. Right. So. Most of the time, it's people just not turning in their shit on time. Oh, dude. Like, you have, like, 30 days to get me, like, I, I need this. And I'll send out, I'll tell them over the phone, like, I need to verify your, like, your lease agreement with your apartment. Yeah. Send me your lease agreement. I'll send a follow-up after 15 days. And after 30 days, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I have to, legally, I have to deny the, I have so to deny the client. So what do they do then? Just restart it all? Yeah, with SSI, oh. they just like they can turn it in, and we can we can reopen it. They yeah. have like an appeal period for up to si- like up to sixty day appeal period, and then people will be like, "Well, I didn't like I didn't have access to this and this and this." Yeah, so yeah. like, so then you have to fill out a file out a good cause statement for why they turned it in late, <laughs> and so it's just like, and then if and if it was more than one hundred twenty days from your initial interview, you have to re-interview them and ask all the same black lung question, oh like the black lung question, and all God. that again. So it's it 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 is so, and you're dealing with like you'll have like a hundred claims pending yeah. at one time. Yeah. 
So it's just trying to stay say, on top of all that. I will say that I appreciate the process, right? And that's one thing. I don't know. I don't know if this is because maybe how I was raised or maybe just like studying history or maybe now just working where I do. But there is processes to all of these things. Mm-hmm. There's a reason we do them. Whether we know them or not, which I think we all understand now in our positions why we do the things we do. But the public just doesn't understand that sometimes and they're just like we'll just do it and it's like you you can't just you can't just do it mm-hmm. you can't i can't just do that i think i have a little more freedom in what i can and can't do and obviously that power goes to my head but i think it's a perfect job for yeah me. that's the one thing i miss about working retail in like a private sector yeah like, especially as a manager is i could literally do anything i wanted to get myself out of the current situation that i was in if i didn't like it yeah I could just wait. I basically just had magic power wand. Uh-huh. I could be like, yeah, okay, well, I'll discount that. How, how much do you want that? I'll, I knew how to do everything oh, I wanted okay. to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I really wanted to do it. I can do that. Here, I've got absolutely almost, but, I have almost no leeway. But that's also kind of nice. So there are certain there are certain things that I cannot do. Mm-hmm. But for the mo- most part, I, I do have a little bit of what you were talking about having um, previously. But it is also kind of nice. Like, dude. It's, it's, it's literally law. Like, I cannot do anything. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, it's nice to say that, but it doesn't always come across as, like, as, as, as like, if you're telling me, like, Jeff, I can't do that. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it, I legally can't do that. Oh, all right. It doesn't always settle that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some people just can't get that that is not mm-hmm. how it works. Have you had anybody threaten to, like, like they're like they're I'm gonna get you fired. Have you had one of those yet? Ooh, never me, never me. Mm. I'm a sweetheart, dude. I want, and I this is what I was gonna end my my part of this thing saying is is like I genuinely don't want anyone's interaction with my field or my area or my institution or my organization to be negative. Mm. If I can make look, we all have. And the, the policies on our on our website are all like everybody's policies all over the state as far as what is expected. But there, I think that what I am provided and what I try to do is add that human element. If your husband's dying from cancer, technically, get me a doctor's note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but can I just be like, you know what? Don't worry about it. And I've done that more and more recently as I've even kind of settled. There was a period where it was just kind of like in my training, like, I don't know. What do you think? Do what you feel like you should do. And then I did that. But then as I kind of worked through the position, I kind of restricted what I was permitting Mm -hmm. and what I was actually requiring Mm -hmm. for people to bring to me. And since then, I've all since then, I've loosened back up a little bit. So it was like a complete open range to very strict tight. And I think I needed to do that to then have a better understanding of here's a here's a case where you need to just be a positive face for the government. Kind of like that cop on the 4th of July. Uh, What were you going (laughs) to (laughs) say? Oh, I uh, I mean, yeah, I I've people get really upset over different different mm-hmm. stuff regardless mm-hmm. of how regardless of how well someone threatened to get you fired well he i mean he he wasn't clear i mean there was i didn't do anything wrong i uh-huh. was completely by the completely by the book yeah. I, he just wasn't getting the answer that uh, he wanted yeah. because that that's the thing it's like i don't have the leeway yes to be like as much as i i can say what you i, I can say what i have to say as nicely as possible but if it's not what 
they want he to hear. wants to hear. Yes. Sorry, like there's nothing I can do. Yeah. Go get me the right ID. I can't give you a social security number. I can't give you a social security card because yes, the ID yes. you're handing me doesn't have the ID that we doesn't have the name on it that we have on our records. Oh. And I'm oh. like, I'm like, so I'm like, I need to get your, you need to get me your birth certificate. Well, yeah. I don't have your birth. I don't have my birth certificate. Okay, well, you go get your birth certificate. Go to Vital Records. I gave him the address to Vital Records. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask. Is like, are you then like showing like this is this is how you do this so yeah, that you can get that for sure? And then, okay, that's cool. Yeah, but I mean that it just none of that was resonating. I want my social security card. I want it now. Yeah, and it's like, sorry, dude. Like, I'm not the one who put the wrong last name on your on DMV. Like yeah. he's like, well, that's the name I go by. I'm like, I don't. That doesn't. Oh, that's interesting. That might be the name you go by, but that's not the name that we created your social security. Yeah, with. yeah. And you've had you've had multiple. I can look, and I'm like, dude, you've had five different replacement social security oh. cards, all with the other name on it. Mm-hmm. So clearly, you you have, know the process. You've known mm-hmm. that that is your name, and if you want to get it changed, you have one of two ways. And I told him either go to. This, like the Multnomah County Courts yeah. and get it legally changed. Such a pain in the ass. Which is a huge pain in the ass. <laughs> or if you're saying that that wasn't supposed to be your name yeah. and your birth certificate says that it's different, go get your birth certificate, bring it to uh, us and we can fix it. But if it like, I can fix a keying error Yeah. if we made the mistake, but dude, you're 40 years old. You've had multiple replacement yeah, cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, at this point, I can't just fix it. But there's also an element to like, and I'm not saying you're doing this, but I, I've, I've seen it where if I were that, I'm looking at the five cards instantly. I'm thinking, okay, well, look, like I'm not going to give you leeway because you had five of them. And there's there's some elements and dynamics to my job where it's like there's something similar to that where I'm like, mm, well, okay, clearly you're not you're not operating within the parameters that we're providing so i'm i'm gonna have to restrict it a little bit mm-hmm. uh one last thought one last question one last topic did you hear about the woman who argued hov lanes because she was pregnant kylie brought this up to me um i it's i mean that's texas right like what's texas arguing that it's text it's Texas it the law it's law and order unless it affects me and then I'll try to come up with something I don't think that was the case you think she legitimately I watched believed? an interview with her you no no she... no she was legitimately trolling I think oh okay yeah I didn't look that far yeah into yeah it, yeah so. so I watched an interview with her and um they were they were kind of like you know like hey so you were in the HOV lane, and she's like, okay, well, I'm not the only one in the car. And they were look, kind of looking in the car, and they're like, where's the other person? And she's like, well, I'm pregnant. And he was like, well, that's not how it works. And then mm-hmm. she's like, well, I mean, technically, if that's another life, there are two lives in this car. And it was more to challenge mm. the, the oh, okay. ideals of... I guess Texas. I, I com- my assumptions were completely wrong. Right? No, yeah, it was it was to challenge the ideals and to challenge it was for her to to stick it to the government. I think in a sense. Okay. Well, I, good I, for good for her. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Anybody can challenge Abbott is yeah in my for book. sure for sure and makes national news. Mm-hmm. How many times do you think that's going to happen now? 
probably a lot. And I was thinking about it driving through the HOV lanes, which are a dream. I was driving through HOV today without a without <gasps> a. I do it every day. Jake, how are you gonna shit on this cop? And well, you're just you're a, not a law-abiding citizen. Shit on which cop? The Fourth of July cop. If I get caught and I get ticketed, I'm not gonna <laughs> fight him. How much is that ticket? I have no idea. Oh my god! I can tell you, it's I save about twenty minutes of driving every day. <laughs> Worth it. That's like we'll an hour like, a week. Hour yeah, and a half. Yeah. Well, week. I'll tell you one thing. Oregon State has like, f- I think like ten state troopers. Total. Total for the entire state because they don't fund their state patrol. You know what? At all. So it's a pretty safe bet. I have worked in downtown Portland for a year now. I have yet to see one state patrol officer on I-5 South between the Rose Quarter and the I-5 Bridge. Yeah. On my way there or on my way home. So until uh, until I get caught, I want to keep doing it. You know what? I think you just earned your rebellion badge, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll see you guys later. All right. Bye. Bye.